to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. All right. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do. I pray you help us to understand and hear and understand the word that you have for us today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, so there's this verse in the book of Psalm. It's not Psalms. I don't know why, they, you know, we we always say Psalms. I guess it's because they're all a psalm, and it, a group of psalm would be Psalms. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Psalm 139, verse... 13, 14, 15, and 16. I'm actually going to read it out of two different translations because it's slightly different and they both bring out something. It's the same, but they bring it out a little bit differently. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. That's the New King James Version, which is poetic and a little bit confusing. And then the Passion Translation says it like this, and the numbers are really small in this one, so it's hard to find. Here it is. You form my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside, and wove them all together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd even seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. So, everybody's seen the seen the the meme from years ago. You know, God don't make no junk. So I'm not junk. Yeah. And and it's true. We need to remember we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God knit us together. He made us who we are. He made us to be the exact person that we are. Now, does that mean that we don't have carnality and that we don't know? That just means that there's a structure there that we can attain. We can... Um, go towards we can move towards now in order you know it says that he recorded all the days of my life before I was even born so that means that God has a plan for us now I'm yeah there's some people like oh God wrote down everything that's going to happen it doesn't matter what we do it it, you know what choices we make don't matter because God's already I'm not saying that I I don't know 
I don't I don't think that that's the case because the Bible says God gave us, you know, He wanted us to have free choice. But I think he wrote down all the plans. You know, plans are a goal. It's it's you know this this is what I plan to happen with you. Now, but it does say that God knit us together. He built us up from the very you know nothing to something. And that concerns that doesn't concern me. But what concerns me is, and this will get me in trouble with with. <clears throat> people probably but that's all right i get in trouble enough as it is doesn't really matter um in the church traditionally and not all churches do this i'm not saying they do it's very common to try to remake people that come into Christianity into whatever shape A, B, C, or D that, you know, fits the mold of that church. You know, the holiness movement. You can't do this, 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 or this and be holy. That may be true. May not be true. But I'll just say it. How dare we try to change what God made? I don't care who you are. You know, the pastor of a twelve thousand congregation member congregation, the pastor of a five person congregation, the pastor, the the pope. I don't care. How dare we try to change what God made about a person? That doesn't mean we can't be a good example, that we can't try to, you know, we should love, we should show, we should lift the light of Jesus, we should inspire, we should, you know, people should be inspired by what, by what they see in us, if at all possible. At the very least, they should say, you are the most calm and peaceful person I know. And that inspires. It's not like you have to do something, but it should be that you know. And you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with showing people how God can help. But if we try to shape or change or force or push or mold or how dare we? We're we we are literally at that point in time trying to take over from God. It's the same thing as when you judge somebody. You judge somebody, you're saying, God, you don't know what you're doing, let me do it. And I don't care if you're judging them from, you know, right down the law and the the Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament, this, that, and the other thing. If you're judging somebody, you're telling God he doesn't know what he's doing. If you try to change somebody yourself. Now, I'm not saying God can't change people. I've seen him change people. And he will change people. But when God does it, he's changing them away from things that have happened to make them one way back towards what he created them to be. Mm-hmm. We often, I say we as Christians, we as the church, and, and again, I'm not saying always and I'm not saying all churches, 
But we often look at somebody and go, you don't quite fit in the mold for here. You need to change. Well, when you do that, you crush something. You destroy something. I mean, okay, this might be a bad example, but it, it came to mind when I thought that. At one time period in Rome, you know, Rome had all of these, like, the, 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 uh-huh, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, um, has all these beautiful artwork, gorgeous artwork. Well, you know, at a certain time period, art was all nude. <laughs> Statues, paintings, everything. And and sometime after that, because it wasn't holy enough, there was a pope who said, no, we got to go through and paint over anything that's inappropriate. And if it's a statue, it just needs to be broken off and replaced with, you know, something covering it. So they defaced all of this artwork to make it appropriate. There's nothing different between what the church often does to people that God has created to be a certain way, and we're like, you don't fit. You, you you're not appropriate. Well, we had a friend that um, said that she really wanted to go to a certain church, but they let her know that she didn't have the right kind of clothes. She didn't wear the right kind of clothes. Her clothes weren't good enough to go there. And she didn't have the money to buy church clothes. You know? And see, I... I, And God has helped me not to be judgmental of those people. Um, I don't want to judge them. You don't have to. God's already judged them. So she couldn't go, you know, so she just... But it's like it's better that you have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown at the bottom of the ocean than to offend one of these. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's My true. Children. And so I mean I'm and I I know that sometimes people are just trying to be helpful. Sometimes that's in quotes and sometimes it's not. Because mm-hmm. there are people that are that are you know, but usually the people that are really trying to be helpful say, you know, honey. Would you mind if I took you and, and bought you an outfit for church? Yeah, that, could that could, but 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 most of the most of the time that's going to be somebody who's honestly concerned and they're just I just want to help you. You know, they may not be. It may it may not be a comfortable thing, but they're not trying to. They're, they're still trying to change them, but they're not they trying are. to. They're not they're trying to. Out. Yeah. Still beat them down their, right their and of... and i i agree that's never right no. and but but you know the the but yeah and we do that just accepting as a person we, we try to change people and 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 okay. it's just wrong and we can't do it we are not skilled enough to change people you know to modify people to make them what God wants 
And I think the I'm whole, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm the sorry. The whole thing ahead. with her was that was that she probably could have if she had really wanted to go buy some clothes, but it hurt her right. that that they treated her that way. So she just said, "Forget it." Yeah. I'm gonna go. That's true. They can't accept me for who I am. And and that's causing and that's all sorts of yeah. Just all sorts of everything. So, I don't know. I, I, it's easy to fall into old patterns or fall into patterns and, and then just kind of expect other people to follow those same patterns. It's easy to do it. But we need to be aware of that and say, Jesus, help me not do that. You know, if, if you see somebody, it's like, they're in a okay god help me <laughs> they're not oh god help me yeah god's saying that's none of your business yeah. and yeah. and like i said god is more than able to change somebody and you know what would be best is you know that person might come up to somebody and say I just felt like I could ask you this question. Is there any way you could help me get some appropriate clothes? I, I I can pay for most of it, but I don't know what to get. Can you help me? That's not you trying to change them. That's them saying, I want to, you know. And so, I just, it, it really bothers me when I see people. And, and you say, well, where do you say it? Well, Hello, this is social media epitome of you see everything. So, <laughs> you see it everywhere. It bothers me when I see people that are being judged. And, and whether it's a personal judgment or a group judgment. Now, I'm not saying you have to agree with people. You don't have to agree with everybody. You don't have to... I mean, if you don't agree... That's your privilege and prerogative, and it's okay. But you should be able to disagree in a loving and compassionate manner. Do it through a lens of love. You know, and sometimes the best way to disagree is just simply not say anything. Sometimes you have to say something. I understand that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not controlling that side of. The, I don't want to control that side of the the conversation either. But we do have to be careful we have a higher responsibility than the world has period Mm -hmm. because we have already accepted the gift of salvation we have already said God I want to do what you want me to do I want to be who you want me to be so do you really want to be who God wants you to do to be and do what he wants you to do if you're telling him he doesn't know how to do his job Do you really? (laughs) And I don't care if you've been saved for a day or you've been, you know, saved for 75 years and a pastor for, you know, 50 of those 75. It doesn't make any difference. You've got to, or 85 or 95. (laughs) We have to, we have a higher responsibility 
And I know there's people who say, well, Christians never speak up, and that's why they get walked over. Well, that may be the case. But I guarantee if you're walking over a Christian who truly loves God, then it's you're going to be going, this is the nicest pathway I've ever walked on. <laughs> might change your mind. It might speak out to somebody. I'm just, I don't know. I don't. It's just been on my heart that God made us. It says he knit us together. And when we try to change somebody, we are telling telling God he did it wrong. It's true. And I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily particularly feel like I'm qualified to tell God he did it wrong. Now, the really tough part, this is the second part. This is part two. The really part tough part of this is when we try to change ourselves away from what God made us to be. We're telling God he did it wrong. But I'm me. I know what... No. You're you, but you don't know what God... You know, we don't know. He said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My plans are above your plans. Far beyond. So... If we try to put ourselves into a box saying, well, I can't be holy if I'm not this way. I can't be a good Christian if I don't do this. I can't do this and be a good Christian. No. The only thing you can't do and not be a good Christian, is that double negative? Is you can't disobey and be a good Christian. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, there's just no way around that <laughs> if God if God shows you something tells you something impresses something on you you can't disobey that and still be you know you have to repent that's just all there is to it so and yes rebellion still falls under that same thing rebellion is just a refusal to repent from that but if we try to say God, you're, you you made me wrong. It's just like saying, God, you made them wrong, and I'm gonna change them. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna change the world because you did it wrong. Well, God didn't do it wrong. God said, He sat back and looked, and it was good. It was very good. So. You know, we have to remember that. Just take care that we don't try to change the world against what God wants us to do. Now, I'm not saying that people can't do things to change the world. They can and we should. And God made us so that we would... Things that we'll accomplish may change. If they don't change the world for everybody, they might change the world for one person. That's not the same thing as going out and saying, God, you did it wrong, and I'm going to fix it. We just have to remember that. What? I just think of, I've heard people say, God showed me you need to change this. Yeah. What do we do with that? 
<laughs> if you're the person they say it to. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for your care and concern. <laughs> well, if you're if you're nice and sanctified like Yvonne, you say thank you for your care and concern. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, oh, yeah, we've heard that. And I've seen that. Uh, yeah. I, I might know. say that, but then I get angry later. But if you're like me, you might say, well, I probably wouldn't say anything in person, although I'd want to. I Although now, I don't know. I, I'm kind of outspoken. I might just say, well, God showed me that you're a busybody. <laughs> I probably wouldn't say that, but that's what I think. <laughs> I'd probably just smile and nod and go, huh. Thanks. I'll take that into consideration. No. Because yeah. <laughs> I probably won't even do that. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell him I will if I'm not. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll now, what I will say is, well, I'll tell you, and I have said this to people. If I'm wrong about that, pray that God will show me what's right. But there's danger in that because people pray at people instead of, Four yeah, people. I so. think you should amend that. Yeah, need to. <laughs> Just pray that God will show me His will, His plan, His design, what He wants, yeah. not what you want. <laughs> but um, don't anyway. give other people power over you. Yeah, don't give other people power Only over God. you. Yep, that's true. So, the the crux of the message is don't tell God he's wrong. Don't try to fix what God made. Don't try to change what he planned out from beginning to end. Period. Just don't 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 do that. Don't tell God that he doesn't know how to do his job. And then, you know, I guess we can ask God, how can I help you? What can I do? Here I am. Use me. And he will. And he'll say, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> That's how you can help me. Keep your fingers to yourself. <laughs> don't touch. Um. Anyway, we think about it just physically. The way we're made is amazing. It's fascinating. I mean, that's without any spiritual or any mental anything going into that realm. Just the fact that two cells can come together, and in the course of nine months, become. 60 trillion cells put together in a beautiful, awesome, perfect package. With tens of thousands or millions of processes that flow and run and communications that that are faster than anything that mankind has ever been able to come up with. Nobody has ever been able to explain how that happens. No. I mean, they know the processes. They know what happens. Nobody knows how it happens. Yes. And where does that spark of life come from? Yep. Right. And that's this, the, the incredulous. I mean, the more I learn, 
about how the human body works, the more I'm amazed at how the human body it, works. It is amazing. It's just physically. And then you add in the mental and the spiritual. Right. And it's, a, it's incredible. Yeah. So, like I said, we don't know enough to tell God he doesn't know no. how he didn't do his job right. <laughs> but we still do it all the time. The only so. thing I know is we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's not to say that people are dumb blank slates. It's just saying, you know, if you take a drop of water out of the ocean... That's a drop of water, and there's a whole lot of stuff in there. And you might know all about that drop of water, but it doesn't tell you about 99.9999 repeating however many percent of the ocean. And that's 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 where, when somebody says, we don't know anything, that's what that means. And... And there can be a whole world within that drop of the ocean. That's right. A universe, even. True. Or several. Uh, depending on which theory you follow. <laughs> so, the... Uh, anyway, so just consider that this week. Think about it. Contemplate it. The next time you go to tell somebody something or do something that's going to change something or type something that's going to you know, and again, I'm not saying that we can't do things that are going to change the world, but if we do things through the way that God planned them to be done, if we do things through a lens of love, if we are careful that way, we will change the world, but it won't be by destroying anybody else. It'll be by building up what God's plans are and lifting him you know jesus said if i be lifted up i'll draw all men to me and that's what we will be doing we'll be lifting him and then god can take care of all the stuff so think about that this week jesus we thank you and praise you we bless you we lift up your holy name you're worthy of praise and glory and honor thank you for your kindness and mercy amen Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.